Sorry, you were going to say no, something. No, no, I think you were going to talk I first. I interrupted you. No, we both talked at once. This is the season finale. This is. Well, almost. This is this this is not the season finale. What are you doing? Wait, what? What show is this? <laughs> this is 40 and 2. I know. It's not the season finale. The season finale is the tournament. I thought I thought that's like a bonus episode in between seasons. Oh, see, now we are so not on the same page <laughs> I here. thought What's, this was the season finale. I thought next week was the season finale. All right, let's have next week. Oh, fine. We can. It can be this week. This is not the season finale. No, never, episode, no, 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 no. Never mind. Really? Yes. You know, this is better. This is a better opening than than anything else we've done so far. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, what we need we need like opening acts. You we think? need like jugglers and magic and uh, trapeze. Just, just, just trapeze. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that as, as like a genre. <laughs> the genre of trapeze. Well, yes. All right. All right. It 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 it, it contains uh, this genre contains like all trapeze elements. Yes. It, it contains the string <laughs> and the, the bar. The bar what, that you what, hold. What is actually the trapeze? I think it's the string. I think it's the wire. You think the wire is the trapeze? Yeah. So you can buy a spool of trapeze. Well, no, I don't think it's the generic name for what the wire is made of. Uh huh. I don't think it's like fishing line. I think. I think the entire construction with the, there's got to be pulleys or something at the ends of it and, you know, things, what's it attached to? Like, it's bolted to the wall. So that's not just the wire, then. It's the whole contraption. Well, yes. I just don't think it's the person and I don't think it's the bar and I don't think it's the props and I don't think it's the net. You think it's, so you think it's the wire? I think it's the wire and, and the wire accoutrement. (laughs) <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's what I think is the that is the trapeze. That's the trapeze. Yeah. What is the bar called? I don't know. You know, I have a friend who uh, I think she has taken some trapeze lessons. Uh-huh. I should I should get I have in a touch friend with who, her. who's a trapeze artist. Really? Yes. So maybe you should you figure it out then. I don't know. My friend is just a student. We have counting down to do. We do. So we've counted down number 14 was grapes. Right. Or was it grape? Which was it? Grapes. One grape or many grapes? Grapes. Uh, as a no, genre. As a genre. <laughs> the genre of grapes. Um, and then number 13 was uh, aluminum. Aluminum. Number 12. Okay, number 12. What am I doing? You're doing a fanfare. Crouching. There it is. Number 12. Is number crouching. Number 12 is crouching. So uh, to sum up. Grapes. Aluminum. Crouching. Yes. Now this show is very exciting because we have a very special guest on today. For the today. first time ever. For the first time ever have, on this show. On this show, we yeah. have somebody who's won the tournament four times in a row. Champion of the A division. Four years running. Four years in a row. Tyler Hinman, insert kick-ass nickname here. He will be with us in a little bit. Just a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned, please. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. It's Stay attached to your iTunes. Brilliance will be coming up. <clears throat> yes, not from us. Did you Definitely say, say attached to your iTunes? I did. <laughs> okay. Well, I would have gone with iPod, but... Oh, I guess that meant... Well, I... Because hmm. people literally are attached to their iPods. They're not literally. No, I think they literally they not are. Not literally. No, I think they are literally. I think the the earbud is attached to their ear, which it's not is attached. It's it's it is resting I have within. To, no, I have I have. Hooks. No, no, no. Your ears are attached to your head. No, well, things the earphones be, are not attached. No, to your I ears. think things can be attached without being without needing a chainsaw to take them off. Okay. 
Don't you think? No. Do you ever use? You ever use? Uh, what are those? Chloroforms. <laughs> I, I think chloroform is the old-fashioned way to knock somebody out. Like Wait, in, what, in, what are those in called? No, 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 no. What are those called? Those plastic chloroforms. <laughs> To the board. Yes, you would. Now that's attached. Well, it is. So that's how, different. Your earphones are not attached to your ears. I don't see it that way. Well, I see it that way. You know who we? You know who we need as the arbiter of this one? <laughs> Xop. All right. Well, Xop needs to tell us which one of us is right. We'll, we'll ask him tonight. We will. We're going to see Xop later for the Oscars. The Oscars. The Oscars are tonight. Oh, this is also our first ever Oscar prediction show. It is. So quick predictions for the Oscars. Go. Best Picture: Slumdog Millionaire. Fantastic. My prediction for the Oscar: Best Dress: Kate Blanchett. Shall we uh, move on to the next uh, chapter of this uh, episode? Do we split it up into chapters? <laughs> Viewer mail. Opening it up. Um. We you have viewer mail. We do, but you did something different there. I thought the snapping went all the way until the end. Why, why did was it? it? Yeah, you I think stopped you just, snapping. But you were talking during the snapping, so it distracted me. Did it? Yes. Interesting. We uh, have a lot of viewer mail. We have a ton of viewer mail. What are we going to start with? Why don't we start... Do you want to start with Crosscan? Uh, no. Okay. I'm going to start with somebody else. Who are we starting with? I'm going to start with uh, No Subject, Fellas. As to the recent which would you rather query, I would suggest that if you ever had been on an actual date with some sort of poop incident attendant to the date, you would absolutely know which you'd rather. I definitely know which I'd rather, just saying, not the dentist. Not the dentist. Now, not the dentist hasn't talked to us for like six months. Right. And this is what he tells us. Thanks a lot, not the dentist. And he did not end it with nibble. He did not. See, he's out of shape. He's, he's a little rusty on how to do the communication. Uh, this is the third person to respond to our would you rather. And I'm it assuming is. by his answer, he means he would go on the cruise with the annoying person. I, that's, my, that's my feeling. Um, I don't know. I've never been on an actual date with some sort of poop incident attendant to the date. Right. He uses the word attendant in a way I don't really understand. I, I understand what he means. I understand what he means, but I've never seen that word used that way. I've seen it. Fine, you get to keep that mail then. All right. No, that's the one we already did. Now you pick one. Can I? Can I do the the, <clears throat> the top ten list? Oh God, uh, sure. What? Sure. Counting down is not your forte. Well, this is already all. It's all written up for me. Okay. Good luck. All right. Uh, this is from Crosscan. Crosscan. Hi guys. No doubt you mentioned me multiple times in episode forty-one to get me to write another viewer mail. It worked. Did we mention him? I think we did. All right. Uh, but have, whatever we did, we should do it again, because it did work, and let's just re-air episode 41, and then we'll get more email from CrossCan. Sounds good. His, he has good, he has good uh, email. I almost said he has good CrossCan. <laughs> what are you even saying? <laughs> I don't know. I think we're going to edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I have a request, he says. Okay. It's a long trip from Victoria, British Columbia to Brooklyn, so can you make episode 42 six hours long to help pass the time? Absolutely. We are well on our way. <laughs> no problem there. To help first-timers to the ACPT in Brooklyn, here are the top ten things you should not say at the ACPT. All right. So go. we have a top ten list. We have a top ten list. Top ten list. From the home office in uh, Scottsdale, Wahoo, Arizona. Nebraska. Okay. Top ten list. Top ten list. What, what are, you, are you gesturing to the piano? Yes. Play something. You, you know, I think that you need to do that. This the song. The song? The top I, ten list I song. don't have a top ten list song. I'll, we'll, we'll layer it in later. All we'll, right. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll overdub it. All right. The top ten list. Number 12. 
That's why I wanted to read this one. <laughs> okay, okay. Number 12. Where do you buy Dodger tickets? Number 11. Are you Ryan or Brian? Oh, sorry, Mr. Horn. Uh, that's good. That That is good. That, that is good. That, that You should not say that. Do, do not say that. Particularly no. not to uh, a, a, a pleasant-looking gentleman with a mustache. And a beard. No, and a mustache. If you say all of that to Will Shorts, then you're in big trouble. Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah. Number 10, how many Googles are we allowed on this puzzle? Number 9. Number 9. Amy, I heard that someone does multiple puzzles every day and blogs about them. Isn't that weird? Number 8, that sounds like a great price for a bridge. Here's my check. And he spells check, C-H-E-Q-U-E. I think that's the Canadian way. That is the Canadian way. I don't understand that one, though. Because is it people buying the Brooklyn Bridge? It's like a, a an old adage for being swindled. So there's going to be people at the tournament selling the Brooklyn Bridge to people? What? Yeah, you know. I don't know. When, when what people, are you talking about? When people say, and if you believe that, I've got a great bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. I've never heard such a thing. You've never heard that? No. I've heard if you believe that, I've got like marshland in Florida yeah, Okay, something. well, it's the same thing. But the Brooklyn Bridge isn't in Florida. And it's a bridge. <laughs> Derailed again. <laughs> uh, number seven, pleased to meet you. Oh, I was doing so well. Yeah, see, this is the problem. <laughs> Number seven, pleased to meet you, Ellen Ripstein. First time here? Ah, uh, uh, don't, don't say that. No, 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 she won't appreciate that. Number six, don't you... Uh, wow. I screwed it up again. Again. I'm on, uh, number six. Next. Didn't you love... <laughs> I've heard that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Yes. Uh, six, didn't you love the obscure crossings in that puzzle, Rex Parker? Yeah, Rex is not a fan of the obscurity. No, he's no, not. no, no. He wants a puzzle to be challenging and completely within his own personal wheelhouse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to bring his personal wheelhouse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I uh, hope so. so well, I, I, really, to I would too. Uh, number five. I wish all the puzzles were as hard as puzzle five. Oh. Yeah, that's what I say. I definitely have heard saying that frequently. Oh, yeah. That's. You know, I was able to know Google this last Saturday. Yeah. But it took me a day and a half. See, I was able to know Google this last Saturday fairly easily. I'm surprised. It was Friday. I could not. I could not. Friday, I didn't have too much trouble with. Friday, well, you suck. Okay. Uh, Number four, I noticed you left the room early, Mr. Hinman. Breakfast not agreeing with you? Number three, can you move over? I need room for my dictionary. Sounds Sounds a little dirty. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> personally, I find Sudoku much more intellectually stimulating. Uh, and number one. The number one. Dun-da-da-da. <laughs> Will, my luggage needs to be brought up to my room. Can you take care of it, please? And that is the top ten list, courtesy of CrossCan of British Columbia, Canada. Uh, the next viewer mail comes from Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant, also known as Opus 2... Also known as Pizza Lover Extraordinaire. Yes, has written us a a viewer mail. Audio viewer mail, a call-out. No, 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 you guys don't get off the hook that easily. In your shameless attempt to build a massive listener community, it is noted that you have begun to do the radio station giveaway shtick. Yet when I called you on it last week, you pleaded ignorance or forgetfulness or both. My money is on the first one. All right, here's the thing. Stephen Grant thinks that we offered a, a pizza dinner to any rookie listener that 
called he, us on. He, he he didn't doesn't think that he knows that because it is true. It is true. And in you fact. did it, and I did it. I am completely blameless. In you this. are. I blame you. <laughs> I I do blame you. And the way Stephen Grant proved it to us was by emailing us uh, MP3 snippets. clips. He made little sound bites from our episode. Why would you go with snippets? Uh, because you said it. Okay. And he proved beyond a reasonable doubt that he was right, and was I am right. a jackass. So. so Here's the problem. We are, and this actually ties into another viewer mail that we'll get to in a moment. We cannot do a pizza dinner Friday night before the tournament. What we can do is a pizza dinner late Friday night or late Saturday night at the Brooklyn Hotel. We can get it and and bring it over to the hotel. Or we can do a lunch. Well, but if it's so popular, we're never going to get in and out of there in time. Well, maybe not from Grimaldi's, but we could do pizza. The point is Grimaldi's. I thought the point was pizza. I think the point is Grimaldi's. So what I proposed to Stephen Grant was that Friday night or Saturday night we do it, you know, we, we get pizza and bring it to the hotel from Grimaldi's to the hotel one of those evenings. Okay. And I'm now saying this out loud as a callback to you, Stephen <laughs> Grant, since we emailed you about this idea and you didn't tell us what you thought of it. So it's my theory. You can either listen to our show or write email but you do not receive email. Please write to us and tell us if that's true. <laughs> that's the end of that email. All right. Are we going on? Yeah. you want to announce that? Well, maybe we should do Dan Fair. Since oh, let's do Dan Fair. All right. This is from Dan Fair, winner of the C Division. Yes. Gentlemen. Who does he think he is? I don't know. The dentist? Apparently. Do you have dinner plans Friday night before the festivities? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Unfortunately, we are not available Friday night before the festivities. I don't know if the Grimaldi's idea was lunch or dinner. Uh, The Grimaldi's idea is now for Friday night or Saturday night late at the hotel. All right. Moving on. Yes, Uh, please do. Eagerly awaiting your conversation with Tyler, which will be coming presently. About ten minutes ago. It will be attendant to this this email. Stop it. What? Just stop it. What? Stop it with the attendant. Thank you you very much for that, Dan. Dan Fair, winner of the C Division. Our next viewer mail comes from Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town. And constructor of today's... Co-constructor. Yes, co-constructor of of today's New York Times puzzle. Also constructor of, wasn't it yesterday's... Saturday Stumper. Saturday Stumper. Which I do not do until the middle of the week. I do not do at all because I am not nearly smarter enough. It's very difficult. Uh, Doug Peterson has written, Hey, R&B, you talked about solving the ACPT puzzles online in the last podcast, so I wanted to fill you in on how that works. <laughs> fill you in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I do want to clarify, we talked on the last podcast about solving the ACPT puzzles online. We did not talk about solving the ACPT puzzles online in the last podcast. <laughs> We don't solve puzzles during podcasts. We don't solve puzzles during the last podcast. (laughs) We don't. Uh, Anyway, Doug tells us you can access the puzzles as soon as they're released to the live participants, so you can solve them in real time if you want. Or you can spread them out over a few days, whatever you like. Your scores are calculated, and they have rankings of all the online solvers. I guess it's a separate division, Mm -hmm. because you can't really officially be timed. Otherwise, I could just say, I did it in two minutes. Right. Uh, he goes on to say, are you guys nervous about the panel? I'm afraid someone is going to ask Ryan to explain his favorite theme and it could get ugly. Now, see, I think he's referencing the fact that I don't explain things well, which is very true. Explain yourself. No. (laughs) If I am in the middle of explaining something and 
it's going awry, which it most certainly will. Yeah. You need to step in. I do. Like like the explaining firefighter. Don't you think it would be far more entertaining if I'd actually stepped out? No, 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 no. I think it would. It would not be. The goal is to entertain. No, the goal... We are entertainers. We are not educators. The, the goal is for you to step in and save me, to, to pick me up out of the fire. Only if it's funny. All right. Only if it's funny. Okay. This is from Vic the Gavel. Fleming. Hi, guys. Thanks for the great plug in the current podcast. The internet and phone lines are barely surviving the onslaught of t-shirt orders that are coming in. Everyone at the ACPT may be wearing this t-shirt, and what a social faux pas that would be, Vic. So, uh, again, the ACPT Stanford on Brooklyn t-shirt is available for sale. It is. The number is... (laughs) Edit it in here. <laughs> the number is, please go back to the last podcast and find it. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't have it. It's a great t-shirt. Mine handy. has been laundered. It ready, has? Ready to put on. And uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for the information about the t-shirt. Oh, I found it. Okay, great. So that number is... Inf- oh, no, I didn't find it. All right. Uh, I found the first half of it, and it doesn't include the number. Wow. I have a lot of paper here, none of which is email from this All right. Show. Well, it will be... We will post it on the... Very frustrating Log. that I only have half of that email Yeah, that here, is a little frustrating. And it's the wrong half. That is, that is frustrating. Oh, well. All right, so thank you, Vic. Thanks for the T-shirt. Thank you. Our last viewer mail comes from Marshall Foster. Marshall Foster has written uh, in response to my inability to solve Friday's puzzle. You were very... Fr- we should I was scene. very frustrated very with Friday's, frustrated puzzle. Friday's puzzle. And maybe after our Tyler Hinman interview, we will talk about Friday's and puzzle. And you were also frustrated by your dishwasher. Oh my God, my dishwasher! So you, there was a lot of frustration, and you, oh. you, you, you expressed. I expressed my frustration, great frustration in, that, in the in, in, my, in my post. See how uh, how unbelievably bad my explaining yeah. of that was. <clears throat> it was awful. All right, so go on. Marshall Foster says, "I am retired, but I'll tell you what: with the shopping, cooking, laundry, etc., <laughs> I don't have time to fool with arcane crossword stuff that no one has had any use for in the past century, except someone sitting on the floor in a th- in the third sub basement of a dusty library building." I like clues that lead me to words I can actually recognize or are real words or look up in a dictionary, improving my education slash awareness. I sometimes throw away a New York Times crossword unfinished because it is so unrelevant and there's someone ringing the doorbell. (laughs) Now, I call this Marshall Foster Brian from the future. Yes, you think this sounds like what I will sound like in 30 years. It actually sounds like what you sound like now. It is, that's true. But the fact that he said he's retired. Yeah, that's not me. Uh, Is it time to call our guest? I think it's time to call Tyler. All right, let's do that. Well, hello there. This is Brian. This is Ryan. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good. You're well. You are, of course, Tyler Hinman. Insert kick-ass nickname here. Indeed. I'm the only one with a bracketed nickname. That's kind of cool. <laughs> that is true. You that are is. the only one to have a bracketed nickname. That is very cool. We have one person who has a sound effect in their nickname, and that would be uh, Vic the Gavel Fleming. But you but, have a, you have brackets. Yeah, you have diacritical marks. Con- <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Good. Uh, you. Uh, when are you arriving in our fair city? I will be arriving on Thursday. Actually, getting there, getting there nice and early. Don't have to worry about it. Are you Are you pumped? Are you ready? Yeah, I was actually uh, just at our bus doing a little training, uh, coming through some puzzles. Uh-huh. Now, what's what is your training uh, regimen like? Well, actually, today is like the first time I managed to do it, other than you know my daily routine of doing a bunch of puzzles and across like 
Um, I usually go with the, I, I recommend the Maura Jacobson uh, collections for a couple of reasons. Um, one, because she's like the only sure thing at the tournament. You know if she's going to have a puzzle. She's uh-huh. had one every single year. Uh-huh. Um, they're, they're, they're big and they're fairly easy. So you can um, you get used to, you know, focusing on a puzzle and you know, writing as fast as you can for, uh, for, for several minutes. Kind of builds up your endurance and, uh, and all that. And uh, also, um, the puzzles, at least the ones in these books, tend to include uh, a bunch of short words. And some of those, um, some of them I'm not familiar with. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I usually make, I make the occasional uh, error on, uh, on her puzzles. But the upside of that is that I learned something new and I'm not likely to miss it again. So do you find that, just along those lines, that you kind of have a steel trap memory? You learn a new obscure word from something and you're set forever with it? Uh, it, it, depends, it depends on the impact. Like, if I, if I were to make an error in a tournament, then that, this is a mistake I would never, ever make again because I would definitely remember it. Sure. But, you know, if it's just, like, if it's just one of my daily puzzles that I'm doing at a crosslight and I miss something, then you know, I, might, I might discard it a little more quickly and I might have to see it a couple more times before it really gets in there. I find that I personally do not have a steel trap memory yeah. like this. I've, in fact, blogged about m- mistakes that have pissed me off, and then two weeks later they show up in a puzzle, and I'm <laughs> blissfully ignorant of the word once again. <laughs> I live in a cloud of ignorance, I think. <laughs> As do I. Yeah. Uh, b- before we get too far into the crosswords, we do want to answer the question that is on everybody's lips. <laughs> I don't know, is it? Uh, which is the answer, your final answer to our would you rather. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, gentlemen, because um, as uh, to, to really test this theory, I'm just prior to your call, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so this sort of is that date, then? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah sort of. I, I figure if I, if, I, you know, if I can't handle it with you guys, then I definitely would be able to handle it with the girl in my brain. Okay, so... So, so how's it going yeah, so far? How, how is it going? <laughs> Well, first, I'd like to clarify that I am joking. <laughs> We're going to edit that part out. Yeah, that's uh, right. So the audience won't know. No, I'm kidding. Of course, we'll leave that in. <laughs> Absolutely, of course. Uh, I, I'm not prepared for that. But, uh, you know, I actually, I am prepared to uh, flip-flop on this because, you know, one thing you said about the cruise ship, like having walls, but would be able to push the guy overboard. Right. And that doesn't strike me as a particularly enjoyable cruise. during your view of the ocean. Well, what if they were plexiglass walls? All right, now how about this? Here's another way to do it. Because we're just we're going to close up every loophole you propose. We need to nail you down. Uh, here's uh, you are you are handcuffed and ankle cuffed to this person, but in a joyful oh, way. <laughs> that is that is that is that is not good. You know, honestly, and another another piece of reasoning I had about this was that if uh, if this, this this woman I I am dating on the on the night of the pooping, um. If she is truly uh, this spectacular, amazing woman that I've had over heels for, she's—I probably think she's cool enough to be able to withstand that sort of—I guess we'll call it an honest mistake that I made. And, uh, <laughs> I think that that's—I so, think that's great. So you're giving her a lot of credit. I mean, if it, if she's the kind of girl yeah. that that you are going to be drawn to, then she it obviously meets a high standard for you, uh, and would be able to tolerate this. I mean, plus, you know, if by some chance I were to, were to survive the date and, like, she wasn't totally, you know, put off by it, I mean, I'm it. I mean, what else could I possibly do that could be worse than that? <laughs> Nothing. That's, that's, I think that's sort of the point. So so it makes it sounds like, then, you would be more inclined to go on this date. I, you know what? I, I think so. Okay. Is that your final answer? 
Excellent. <laughs> and uh, you're not going to hold me to this, are you? Uh, we'll see. It depends. We locked like, it in. Like we, set up a date and then give me laxatives or something? It's possible. Sunday following the tournament, uh, we're going to oh set boy. you up. As long as it's not dark. <laughs> Dude, you're going to solve a crossword for us today. Yes. Yeah, I am. Um, I was going to do a Saturday puzzle, but of course, you know, yesterday, I, you know, we're taking this on Sunday. Yesterday, I got here and, you know, did the Saturday puzzles as I usually do. Uh, uh, but today, we have the Cross Energy Sunday Challenge, which, uh, Depending on the author, it can be, you know, medium to hard. If it's, if it's a Bob Kwan, usually it's, it's quite difficult. But most of the time, it's, you know, it's a medium sort of kind of Thursday-level puzzle, maybe. Okay. Uh, that seems like a good candidate for uh, today. Certainly not a pushover. Okay. So uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see what I can do here. It's, uh, I don't know if we're ready to begin or whatever. Well, well just to, to let the viewers know, the, the, the point of this is not really to see how fast you are. I mean, everybody knows how fast you are. It's more to, if you could talk us through it or think out loud... Uh, yeah, while just, you're solving it, just so we can get kind of a insight into what you're thinking while you're solving. And All right. Most That's certainly, good. it's going to slow you down. I'm sure it's going to slow you down to talk about it and narrate it as it goes, but you know what's happening in your head as you're working through the twists and turns of a difficult puzzle, I would find it fascinating. Right. That's really the point. Okay. Let's hope, uh, let's hope I can do it then and don't completely embarrass myself. Excellent. Uh, so right. whenever you're ready, you go right ahead and start. If <laughs> if you want to <laughs> follow along <laughs> while Tyler solves the puzzle, it is the Cross Energy Sunday Challenge by Randolph Ross from February 22nd, 2000. And nine. Thank you. All right, I'm opening the puzzle now. Let's see who we got. Okay, we got a Randolph Roth. I was, I was afraid we were going to see a Bob Kwan. I was going to struggle mightily with it. Um, so let's see. The first thing I do, I just kind of rattle, rattle my fingers along the arrow keys and see if I can uh, get something that, uh, that uh, you know, grabs me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to 10 across because I feel like I should know that. And uh, that's, that's, that's the Cosby show, and I cannot remember it. So I'm just kind of, all right, fat rule for short is probably liposuction, so lipo to put there for short. So uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I still can't get 10 o'clock. Familiar with? Uh, no. Not sure. You know, sometimes a puzzle starts off slow like this. Like yesterday's Saturday Times puzzle by uh, uh, Byron Walden and uh, Alton Nagel. Uh, for the first, like, minute, minute and a half, I had very little written in, but uh, then it really set up for me. I got some footballs and was able mm-hmm. to put together a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for that uh, foothold now here with this puzzle, right? And I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of going down, going along the right side, just kind of, you know, just rattling along the clues semi-randomly. I'm not really looking for a fill in the blank or anything like that. I might do that sort of thing on paper, but you know, with the cursors and cursor at my disposal and the clue always in the same place in a cross light, I can just kind of move the clues that like neighbor each other mm-hmm. rather than stand with the list. And I'm settling on 48 across gaming pioneer. That um, that seems likely to be Atari. And then, and then from here, the first thing I do, I, I, uh, at 52, I have the first letter, which is extremely helpful. You know, it's a lot more helpful, obviously, than at I, which is the sixth letter of a nine-letter word. That's not tremendously helpful. Right. You know, the T, the sort of a four-letter word, is, you know, it, it's pretty nice. And I see list heading, and uh, so I think of, you know, a kind of list, and that's probably to do. I put that in. Um, second largest theater chain in the U.S. That's another one I feel like I should know because I can see the logo, but I'm not totally sure what the letters are. Um, so I go to 42 down, see if I can get something. I 
think it's an A there. I think it's like AMC or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Islands near Portugal, that seems like it would be Azores with that A there and the O and then, you know, structures like that. You know, right. They're like scrabbly letters uh, in, the, uh, in the Sunday the Sunday puzzle, so, or the Saturday puzzle. This is kind of the cross-energy equivalent of a Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, so I put that in. Sweeney Todd's friend. Now, um, I'm not overly familiar with uh, with this work, uh, but that seems likely to be Razor, you know, it's even Barber or Fleet Street, so that scene, and friend is in quotes, so perhaps it's not a literal like a little human friend. So um, that seems like a, a good answer there. Yeah. Uh, Rolznik, Denison. Uh, okay, now see, I'm kind of, I'm positive, I haven't written in AMC yet, but I'm kind of, I think that's the answer. I'm, I'm not totally sure. Uh-huh. So let's look at 43 and 44, because I got MOD, CRO, and it looks like I'm able to get both of these self facing this modest. Mm-hmm. And Rolznik, Denison, that kind of sounds like kind of an Eastern European uh, sort of place. So it seems likely to be Croat. And that works with, uh, I have 53 across, that big 15-letter answer, ending an area where your business might not be welcome. Uh, not totally sure of that one yet. Uh, so let's go to a shorter one that ends in rest, 56, uh, like the best steak. Probably tenderest, because I'm thinking, uh, this time EST is going to be superlative. I'm thinking of words that imply, uh, you know, good, uh, good meat and ends in R, tenderest. Seems a good idea. Oh, 54 down, here's a crossword gimme, Len, Len Dayton. Lending. Uh, okay. That's uh, that, that appears a lot. You solve puzzles. You know, that was pretty much in point. Same with fifty-one. I think that's uh, I think that's Seda Thompson, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. All right. And I kind of confirmed that with forty-nine across past times. That's most likely going to end in S. Right. And uh, I think I have fifty-three across now, where your business might not be welcome. This seems like it should be recreational. No, oh, no. You know what? Look at that. I'm wrong. I thought business might be um, uh, like businesses in not pleasure. Uh-huh. Maybe sure. recreational area would not be. Uh, that, that actually is one letter too long, so we're going to plan that right out. Uh, they often play at the stadiums, Oregon. You know, in baseball games, you see the Oregon, here's the Oregon plans there. Right. Uh, diminish gradually. So this ends in T-O, and diminish gradually. This seems like it could be a musical direction of some kind, but uh, not really a musician, so uh, uh, not not totally sure of that one. Yeah, it could be wrong about the musical direction to begin with, but we'll see. Uh, Longshoreman, not sure of that one. Uh, French film, I guess C-I-N-E. Probably. Uh, let's see. A blender vendor. Oh, clever. Uh, I think it's in the bland of vendor. I think it's officer, O-S-T-E-R. All right. Uh, you see that plenty of times. Screenwriter's pitch. Now, this would be, this is where the O is very helpful because, you know, you can other word by itself. You know, it might be a little bit difficult to get, but ending an O, that cuts down your possibilities considerably. And screenwriter's pitch scenario seems very likely. All right. Um, next game, um, this is a little bit of a tricky clue. The game played with matches. And I believe this is a game where you take away matches trying to leave just one. I forget exactly how it works, but that's called NIM. I believe I've seen that before. Uh, messes up as errors. ERS is a very common crossword word. Only certain, only certain number of ways to clue that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini monkey, you know, this is another one where I have several helpful letters. N and T, you've got an R, M in there. So I got Marmoset uh, there. And oh, and I, I, going back to 53 across, it appears my original thought was right. I flashed out of the wrong word. Business, um, you know, means like, yeah, business meeting like an office building and that, that's residential area. Mm-hmm. That fits nicely. Past times, another kind of, you know, odd letter combination to help you get a word, A blank OC, the avocations. Let's see, they're met at the airport. I have R-I-V-E in there. It's a little, I guess it's arrivers, probably. It's one of those strange kind of agent nouns mm-hmm. that you don't really see too much in real life, but are popular in puzzles. This is the ER friendly letter combination. Adler admired by Sherlock Holmes. That 
that has to be Irene. Right. I R E N. Um, Irene Adler isn't the name that jumped out to me uh, immediately, but with all those letters in place, that pretty much has to be the name. The Longshoreman, ending in A-D-E-R. I'm thinking in, I think it's got to be Waiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm waiting and waiting in the shallow shallow water off the shore there. Oh, and you know what? Actually, looking 46 across, I am uh, I am amending that because B atop is probably lie on, and then later, L-A-D-E-R, like to uh, see that see that word. Oh, I've been puzzled. And, uh, and now I go back to 37, and again, I have to kind of amend my thought process on the fly here, diminish gradually. It's not going to be a musical direction. It's actually going to be... Um, Ending in into, and then so a three-letter before into, you know, past tense, ending in e, short words, got to be eight into to diminish gradually. Oh, eight into. Wow. Right. Colorful, colorful company, C-R-A, blank, 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 A. What else can it be but Crayola with the crayons? Uh, acts like a bull. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is the bull, the animal, something in charges, something like that. Uh-huh. But um, I don't get anything with that. So I immediately try to go to another interpretation of bull and think stock market. And, you know, bull market on the rise, so people buy it. Adams for Johnson, S-A-M-U, got to be Samuel, always a good decision. Uh, path prefix, so E-O-I-E-O, ending that's five-letter word, probably osteopath. Awesome. And then another strange letter combination, 29 across, I got four letters, certain B-T. And, uh, you know, and some solvers might be inclined to say, oh, one of these has to be wrong. There's no four-letter word starting with B-T. That's completely ridiculous. But a bingo call is uh, B-10. That's a... That's a good answer there. Right. Uh, good place to drill. This is interesting. Uh, blank ELL, blank ID. Um, it's one of those where um, I think I can piece it together, but uh, I kind of want to confirm with the cross. It's not a phrase. It's not a phrase that I've really heard before. Uh-huh. I think it's well site. And that, you know, the S blends well with the T, 40 across. Uh, 26 across is an SW, and that says go after as a fly. That's probably SWAT act. Okay. So that, that confirms that nicely. Um, I go to I, I, I jump to 41 down. I see I have all the one letter. It's ending in Uter or Fan. It's got to be Ruder. So I have an S-T-R in 40. Um, kind. That's this is a very difficult clue because there's several interpretations of the word of the word kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have the S-T-R. It's very helpful. Like I probably wouldn't be able to get this right off the bat of the S-T-R. I can think of words that would fit there. And I'm thinking of strain. Strain. Like kind of bacteria, like a strain of bacteria. Right. But then I look at 31 down, oh. and I've got it. I got a kitchen gadget ending in NR. So looks like strain's probably wrong. That's probably ending in ER. So it'll leave 40 across for the time being. Uh, Taylor's activity, N N I M G. Can't come up with that right now. I feel like it's one of those frustrating things. I feel like I should be able to get it, but it's, it's just not coming to me right now. That that happens. Uh-huh. Uh, so I look at 38. You know, if I can get the first letter, that'll be helpful. Um, a color purple. Um, I think. I think puce is a, is, a, is a shade of purple. And I look at 38 down again, Taylor's activity uh, looks like pinning. Uh-huh. And pinning, pinning suits, putting the little pins in the suit, full shirt and stuff. Uh, kind, um, I'm thinking that might be striped now, which is an interesting clue for striped. I haven't really seen that too often. And that kind of, uh, that kind of, kind of confirmed a 18 down. I'm not sure. It became more intense as a competition. Mm-hmm. I may not be able to come up with a whole phrase, but that sounds like it should be a phrase that would end it up. Right. So that's confirmed there. Uh, 31 down, a kitchen gadget would be, it ends in C-E-R. The first thing that springs to mind is Spicer, so we'll put that in and see what happens. Uh, 30 across has seven letters, and only third letter R is all I have so far. Uh, put down, and I just have the R there. It's not a very helpful clue. Again, a number of ways to interpret put down. So I'll just kind of leave that one off. We won't have to think about that one too much. Uh, 28 down is another one of the couple of interpretations. 
that could be like the word lose pops into mind. Right. To, to take a bath in that the same gambling losses. You know, it could also be um, literally taking a bath. So uh, I'm kind of going to fill in lose mentally here. And uh, 28 is also an across, so I have the first letter of L there. Valley Portrayer and Cabaret. This is a clue that Tyler does not know and will have no <laughs> chance of setting a step by the cross. But uh, <laughs> revolver, 
we uh, that seems pretty likely to be punching out revolver in this direction. Oh, and, this, and here's a here's a uh, one for uh, one for Puzzle. You uh, you off before Ellen Ripstein won the tournament. Uh, she was called the Susan Lucci uh, crosswords for making all those finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here, 15 across, we have daytime TV characters since January 5th, 1970. Uh, and uh, Erica appears fairly often in Puzzle. That's the Susan Lucci character for which she was often nominated. And I believe her last name is Kate. My mom was a very big All My Children fan, so uh, so I've uh, encountered that. Mm-hmm. Cause of a low rating. And, oh, well, I, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself here. Hang on. Four, keeping in the loop briefly, I blank C-I-N-G. I don't think it's icing. Uh, that's certainly not keeping in the loop. That's moving out of the loop in a highly effective <laughs> manner. <laughs> but uh, we have uh, CC in an email, so that works. And now I have BA blank CR, et cetera, for cause of a low rating. And uh, I have the dicing for preparing peppers, so I got bad CR, bad credit. That works out very well. Scratches out, six down. This is another one that if I looked at it sooner, I would have had it you know, pretty much instantly because that peaks out. You know, every Crawford solver has seen that right. on multiple occasions. Oh, we have INT, blank, blank T, seems likely the intact. And uh, at this point, I'm just trying to fill out the ones that have, you know, most of their letters in place. Hopefully, they're very easy to finish off. Flash and dash, another word that's difficult to pronounce. I think it's Eclat, E-C-L-A-T, another big crossword word. Research facility, T-E-S, blank, L-A, blank, test lab, that seems very, uh, very likely. Put down, I have B-E-R, that seems like it should be berated. That's still a tricky clue because put down could be present or past tense. Uh-huh. That's berated fit. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and try that. All right. And look at that. If, that. if that's correct, take a bath. Lose is not correct for 28. So uh-huh. that's fine. I didn't quite write that in because I didn't feel quite confident enough of that. Dispossess. Dis. Maybe dis something. So take a bath. Blank. A-S-E. Mm-hmm. Put down. Be your. Mm-hmm. This is one of those points where I'm kind of questioning what I've already put in. Mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe I have something wrong. So, but yeah, we'll leave it for now. We'll go back to the upper right here. Different drum singer. Oh boy, that's that's not something I know at all. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a going to be a stumbling block for me because uh, uh, it's one of those pieces of trivia that I just don't know. And hopefully, I'll have to hopefully I can together. Uses a long form. Um, let's see what's a long form. Taxi coming up. So this is this is one of those kind of serendipitous things where I happen to. you would have solved this in about half that time or less if you were just thinking these things and writing but uh 
just to, to, to hear your process, and we were filling in the grid as you were saying it out loud and here. Having trouble keeping and, up. And, yeah, we were having trouble keeping <laughs> up, just just notating for you. And uh, I, it was just seeing it sort of come together. It was sort of like a stop-time animation movie happening live here on my desk. That was amazing. All right. And, and I, yeah. I, I, I never thought about the, the, the what you said about how in the top left... They make the constructors will make the clues more difficult, so people won't get the the the, the fronts of the words. I never the story of the, the famous Bola S puzzle from Iron Walden in two thousand five. Uh, the year before, two thousand four, uh, Trip won the tournament. And he absolutely annihilated the final puzzle. He got through it in five minutes, some ridiculous time for you know a very difficult tournament final. Uh-huh. And Byron said, you know, no one's going to do that on my puzzle. We made a ludicrously hard one across that no one would break into right away. Ah. Very, very clever. Wow. This ties in now to a new topic, if we can do this. You're a constructor. You create puzzles. We've I know we've done and blogged about and talked about a couple of your puzzles in the New York Times. Yes. The the one that sticks in my mind most vividly is actually a grid design that was your initials. Uh the black squares made up your initials, which I, I I thought it was very, just very, very clever construction. Uh-huh. But you make other puzzles too. I know you, you're in the uh, with the Enigma in the National Puzzlers League. You do uh, crypt, uh, cryptograms. Is that am I? Uh, I actually, yeah, I actually uh, edit uh, the cryptograms. People uh, send them to me, and I, you know, I check their coding and check if they're the right length and if there's not too many single letters and that sort of thing. And uh, you know, occasionally I'll supply one myself if my supply is getting a little low. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, uh, kind of a little volunteer thing I do. Very cool. And I, I only just put things together recently in my head about the National Puzzlers League and you, and everybody has a code name. Are we allowed to talk yeah. about code names? Are they public I, enough? I, I think we can do that. I, I don't think that's particularly secret. Your code, is, your code name is so cool. It's, it's Mosaic, but the I of Mosaic has been changed into a Y. Like like Tyler is, a, is one yeah. who makes a Mosaic, but the oh. I is a Y. I just thought that was really cool. I wish I could come up with something that cool. My name does not lend itself, and my brain does not lend itself. <laughs> yeah. That... Well, I, I to tell you, a lot of people, um, you know, they really struggle with their with their with their names when they first uh, when they first join. And uh-huh. then, you know, a lot of new members just consult uh, current members and ask for suggestions and stuff. And people come up with some very clever things. Actually, uh, I acted on a on a recommendation. Uh, someone suggested that. Uh, That'd be a good, good nom for me. Actually, I actually changed it because my first one was uh, similar but different. It was, it was Mosiac. I, I transposed the A and I, which was, I thought was just kind of a cool sounding new uh-huh. word. Uh-huh. And one of the very first themes I ever had, you know, one of the very first New York Times puzzles I ever constructed involved uh, switching uh, AI and IA. So I had like journal entry was a diary product, not a dairy product. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. So, so, you know, it was kind of a nod to that. But everyone just kept saying Mosaic anyway because it looked too much like it. It was right. a little vowel switch. So I changed it so, you know, it actually was pronounced like the actual word. Now, do you find this is a very specific skill that you that you have, this ability to solve crossword puzzles very, very fast. Now, have you found that you've been able to apply the same part of your brain to your job or to everyday situations using the bus <laughs> looking at maps, getting hiking through the forest. I mean, do you find that you're uh, using the same part of your brain, or or not? Yeah, I'm actually terrible with maps. I get lost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my graduation gift was a Garmin because I got I just got lost all the freaking time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's very interesting. Wow, this episode yeah, brought I, to you I, by I, Garmin. I find a poor, poor navigator. Although that that day that I you know got on the wrong highway in New Jersey and ended up in northern Pennsylvania instead of Philadelphia, I blame MapQuest for that one. <laughs> oh, MapQuest is the worst. MapQuest is MapQuest terrible. Is oh, MapQuest, just... uh, those are some very poorly worded directions. Oh, yeah. Ma- MapQuest was a disaster. I don't think anybody pays attention to MapQuest anymore. No. Google Maps well, is the way to go. Everyone should use Google Maps. Google Maps is the way to Google go, and Ma- I say that without any acknowledgement that you work for Google. Yes, but Google Maps is no, the I, way that, to go. That, that, is, that is true, but it is a very good product. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so you don't find that you applied this skill to everyday... Well, I tell you, it was definitely it was definitely nice for uh, for my resume because you know when I'm you know trying to find a job and uh-huh. after I left my my bond trading job in Chicago and uh, uh, pursued you know an IT job something that was more in line with my degree uh-huh. uh, the degree obviously helps but I had no I had no real IT work experience save for a couple of internships um, so I think the the public stuff you know the fact that I had, you know published in the New York Times and won the crosser tournament and that sort of thing right um, I think that was really that was really a draw for uh, potential employers especially at Google where they really value that sort of well, thank you so much, Tyler. We we can't thank you enough. It was great. It was great to have you oh, on. And uh, we're going to see you. We're going to see you in just a couple of days. We are not going to be there on Thursday. I, I my my invitation has no information about Thursday no, whatsoever. We will be there on Friday. Uh, but uh, but we'll see you on Friday at the uh, Marriott Hotel in Brooklyn. That sounds like a plan. Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, thanks again. Have a great week. Yeah. Good luck with your All training. Right. Uh, yes, and oh, and good luck on the tournament. Best, oh yes, thank you very much. Best of luck. Absolutely. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, Tyler. Thanks. All right, fantastic. Looking forward to seeing you. Yep. Bye. Bye bye. Tyler Hinman. Wow. I, I, it's, he's a celebrity. He is a celebrity. He is a crossword star celebrity. of the movie Wordplay. Winner. Winner of the A, a division, division four, four times in a row. Four times in a row. Now we let's just briefly. What were your thoughts when he was solving this puzzle i mean i still don't have the whole thing filled in mine no, is still wrong no mine is mine is right now and i actually got ahead of him a little bit which i know i wasn't supposed to do because there were some that i knew that and you just couldn't not write them in well no but i don't know anyway um it got off to a little bit of a scary start because he worked his way around the whole top half uh-huh. and didn't have much right but then he got to that bottom right corner and, and everything just, just started to flow and blah, 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 and suddenly the whole thing right was and and like you said if he if he was not talking out loud he would have solved it at least half the time absolutely if not, if not uh, absolutely but I think I mean things for the seventeen across a bit of fatalism after a fender bender he had it's a fifteen letter answer uh, and he had H and P. At, at towards the end, and uh-huh. he knew he just knew that it was going to be happen. See, that was the most amazing thing. I mean, the the just sort of filling it in gradually. Almost everything he said was sort of the like the thought process that I would have doing it. But but his was all right. <laughs> his was all right. <laughs> all of his instincts were exactly correct. But his ability to get the long answers like that just was astounding. Right. Residential area and accidents happen. Very impressive. Very very impressive. Uh, wow. So I'm so I'm so glad we were able to have him do that for yeah. us. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Sunday's puzzle briefly, only because of this. I was thinking about Sunday's puzzle because I feel like Sundays are the most like I feel like Thursdays and Sundays are the most like sort of the general wash of what you get at the tournament. And who is this constructed by? Sunday's puzzle was. Con- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you want me to try to do this? Yeah, do you do it? Sunday's puzzle was constructed by Doug Peterson, crossword. No, no, you screwed it up. 
No. But you screwed it up. It was... No, you gotta do it the other oh, way. Oh, I gotta do it the other you way? You gotta do it the other way. Oh, Sunday's puzzle was constructed by Barry C. Silk, friend and confidant of Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town, and Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town. Yes. Also known as guests from our previous episode of yes. Fill Me In. Uh, and the theme of this puzzle was how to make a puzzle. Yes. Basically, the theme answers were... Uh, Brainstorm the ideas, develop best entries, construct suitable grid, uh, research and write clues, send puzzle to editor, see byline in newspaper. Yeah. Pretty cool. I liked it. Absolutely. Pretty cool. And I like that. I just like the fact it was, it was definitely on the easy side, even for a Sunday. Uh-huh. I would say it was maybe a Wednesday level difficulty. And it was just, it was just nice. It was just well constructed. There was one thing in it that made me a little iffy. What was that? There were, the word tight, T-Y-P-E, is in a is in an answer, and the word tight is in also in a clue. I see. Uh, that's the one thing that... That's the one thing? But everything else was just nice and straightforward yep. and a pleasure to do. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. And I feel like it kind of sets, puts me in the mindset for the tournament coming up. Because yes. it's about crossword puzzles. Yes. It's, it is a meta puzzle. It is. Is it? <laughs> I don't really know uh, what I meta means. I disagreed with that, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm looking back. Yeah, you, it looking was a back, bad idea. Looking back to 15 seconds ago, <laughs> yeah. it was a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, to agree. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to just agree blindly. No. No, because you never know what I might say. Right. You're buying me lunch. Okay. <laughs> what? Huh? See? So, the season finale next week. It's going to be a three-part finale. The season finale of Fill Me In Season 1 is going to be a three-parter. Part 1? Part 1. Well, it's basically going to be uh, part one, Friday, uh-huh. part two, Saturday, part three, Sunday. And are we actually going to be publishing these? Or well, we're going to see. We're going to see. I, I want to. That's the idea. But I don't know whether we can get internet and whatnot. Right. Like, so I don't know. And I don't know if my laptop is going to survive. So we'll, so see. we'll see. We're definitely going to be recording some interviews, talking to people at the, at the tournament. At, yeah. at so the if we don't manage to get that up there... <clears throat> We'll probably put a post on the blog that says we're having technical problems. Right. And then we will have, like, a super long three-part finale released in the early parts of the following week right. after the tournament. But but uh, we'll also be update. We'll be recording updates of how we're doing, which yep. will be poorly. We I, will be doing poorly. Uh, I really... The, the, the people... Here's, here's, who, here's who I'm watching. All right. I'm watching Tyler Hinman. Tyler as Hinman. everybody else will be. I'm yes. watching Tyler Hinman. Can he do it a fifth time? Yes. We're watching Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, because I feel like we were there as he At was. We were there before he was anything. Yes, when and he now was, he's Dan Fair, winner he, of the C Division. He was a mere eft. He was. He was a mere eft. Yes. And and at the time he was an eft, we didn't know the word eft. No. We've learned that yes. over the course of this past year. <laughs> uh, but I still remember we had lunch with Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, and you asked him if he'd ever finished a Thursday puzzle by himself. Yes. No, and I a Saturday puzzle. It was a Thursday. You asked him, have you ever completed a Thursday on Thursday? What's your name again? <laughs> I'm I Ryan. Believe, I, I have charm. I think I had a... <laughs> That's another word for doofus. doofus. <laughs> uh, and I think I had a tuna melt. Uh, at that restaurant. Yes. Yes. I, I don't mean, think we should eat at that restaurant again. I wasn't happy with it. No. I don't remember what I had. I think I had a salad. It was depressing. It was a little bit depressing. It was depressing. Uh, though it had nothing to do with the company, which I thought was quite the, nice. The company was very we were there. Nice. It was you and me and Dan Fair and Amanda, the Unparalleled Paraliverse Engineer, was with us. Darren. And Darren and Mike, Mike and Mike's mom. Yes. This year, I don't know if they're going. I I, I'm pretty sure Darren is going. Yeah, okay. But my mom is another person I'm watching this year, is my mom. All right, so those are the three to watch. Those are the three to watch, is Tyler Hinman, 
Dan Fair, oh, Tyler Hinman, insert kick-ass nickname here. here. Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, and XOM. XOM, Zom. Yeah. XOP is going to be obvious to everybody, because <laughs> he's going to be the one in the front row, sitting next to XOM, grumbling about the puzzle <laughs> the whole time. Oh, I don't know any of this. I don't know what to write here. Is this even English? <laughs> he's probably going to get up in the middle of it, take his paper to Will Shorts, and start complaining. Be like... <laughs> This punctuation is wrong. This is after you know? he adjusts his table so it doesn't wobble. <laughs> we never did that story in the show. We do we need to do that. It, but we've never done it. So this, how long is this show? An been? hour and a half. All right. So we've got some work to do. We do have some work to do. Absolutely. So there it is. There uh, it the is. next time you hear from us, we'll be knee deep in puzzles and constructors. Knee deep in wrong answers. Uh, come to the panel. Yes, Friday night at the. Mar- if you don't know how to do any of this, crosswordtournament.com. Just check it out. The, the The panel that we're on is Friday night at 8 o'clock. Yes. The puzzles begin Saturday morning. They continue Sunday morning. And the finals are Sunday afternoon, Sunday at about noon. That's the whole tournament. Um, lots it of is. fun. Lots and lots, lots of fun. Lots of fun. So, so please come. If you haven't signed up, sign up. We'll be there. Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, will be there. Tyler Hinman, insert kick-ass nickname here, will be there. And Zom. <laughs> and XOM. <laughs> XOM will be there in uh, all her glory. Great. Every, everybody we've talked about over the course of this year of... Oh, I totally forgot that we're going to have to interview Tyler again. I wanted to ask him, the course of this year is about you trying to figure out if music and crosswords have any connection to oh. them. You were going to finish writing uh, uh, Ben Housing's doctorate or something. <laughs> His thesis. Yeah. All right. Uh, I was going to talk to Tyler about... He said he's not a musician. How is this possible? I don't know. How is the greatest crossword solver of our the generation after ours? Because <laughs> he is about ten years younger than yes. we are. Hmm. Uh, how is he not a musician? That's interesting. Maybe I he know. is. He just doesn't realize Tyler, it. If, if you do listen to this episode, write to us and let us know how you're not a musician. Or just... Or find us at the tournament. We'll be... We'll be the ones carrying two. recording equipment <laughs> and looking around like we don't know what the hell's going on. Right. You'll be the one who looks Does brilliant. Does what, yeah. what's going on. Absolutely. All right, that's it. Are we done? We are. This was episode number 42. It contained the answers two. to life, the universe, and everything. It did. Why did you look like you were about to... No, I was scratching. <laughs> I had an itch. <laughs> I don't have enough mustache <laughs> to know, twirl it. but it still seemed like you were life, <laughs> the universe, and everything. <laughs> 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 and goodbye. <laughs> oh no.